When I first started whispering at the end of my sophomore year of college that I may want to become a rabbi, my parents were in complete denial. My father, a physician, told a group of friends at a dinner party with a completely straight face that I had been accepted into a prestigious nine-year Maimonides Fellowship, a combined rabbinic medical program that was very difficult to get into. And the mostly secular Jewish audience replied, that's, that's so wonderful, how unique. Unfortunately for him, and in reality, such a program has yet to be created. And when I then decided to spend the summer traveling in Israel and shadowing our congregational rabbi, instead of taking the physics classes that I had registered for, my mother remarked to no one in particular, how did we raise such spiritual children? I begin with these stories because on this, my first Shabbat at Congregation Emmanuel, I want to share a bit of my journey, how I came to be ordained just two months ago from the Hebrew Union College as a Reform Rabbi, and how I begin tonight as your new Assistant Rabbi. And I begin with my parents because so many of all of our Jewish stories start with our upbringing and our family's attitudes towards Judaism. And because I always get asked, are your parents religious? And that bothers them. I grew up in Dallas, Texas, surrounded by an extremely large extended family. Five minutes south of our house lived my mother's parents and grandparents, all four of who were born in Texas. And five minutes north of our house lived my father's parents, who were Hungarian Holocaust survivors who had immigrated to this country as communist refugees in the 1970s. Growing up with these two extremely different poles, my sister and I were instilled early on with a deep appreciation for American and Eastern European Jewish history. So it is in this fertile ground that the seeds of my journey toward the rabbinate were planted. We all belong to Temple Emanuel of Dallas, Texas, a very large, urban, classical reform synagogue. It was founded 20 years after this Emanuel by enterprising merchants taking advantage of the recent oil boom instead of the gold rush. For many in the room, it may feel like a familiar story of your own families. There were four rabbis at the temple when I was young, and they had just hired their first female rabbi, who was young and petite, almost as short as me, and she was a wonderful role model for me at an early age. She officiated at my bat mitzvah, and she officiated at both my grandparents' funerals when I was in high school. At the same time, I had a large extended family as well as a greater congregation who formed a caring Jewish community and provided a real feeling of security and safety for me. On our way to Hebrew school one morning, we pulled up at the light on our way to Emmanuel, and the family in the car next to us were also in the grade with me on their way to Hebrew school. And my sister looked up from the back seat and proclaimed, Mommy, everyone in Dallas is Jewish. 
And my mom turned around and said, honey, no one in Dallas is Jewish. But I think in many ways it felt that way. Similarly, when my aunt underwent chemotherapy for breast cancer as a very young mother, our community provided meals and carpool for over a year for her and her two young children. I think all of these experiences planted the seed, but if you had asked me as a senior in high school what I wanted to do in life, I would have laughed if you had said the word rabbi. My experiences when I ventured outside of Dallas as an undergraduate at Stanford University provided the spiritual sustenance that allowed these seeds of my upbringing to really bloom. I can remember the first Stanford Hillel Shabbat service that I attended. Marsha Addy, our cantoral soloist, led the music, and Rabbi Noah Kushner, the daughter of Rabbi Larry Kushner, gave the Devar Torah. I was completely blown away. It was very different than what I had grown up with in Texas. But I remember leaving that night thinking, hmm, that was pretty inspiring. Maybe if I have time, I'll get involved in Hillel. Famous last words of many a lay leader in synagogue life. I was quickly sucked into every single aspect of Jewish life on campus. I took Jewish studies classes with incredible teachers like Dr. Arnie Eisen. I cooked Shabbat dinner with new friends. I started doing Torah yoga in the morning before class. I taught Sunday school at nearby Beth Am in Los Altos Hills and I traveled to Honduras for an alternative spring break service trip. I don't have one single light bulb, oh, I think I want to be a rabbi moment that I can point to. But I think over time I realized that all of these Jewish activities and commitments were more than just a hobby for me. Each experience, each friend, each teacher, each mentor, made a life of study and service to the Jewish people seem truly compelling to me. This vocation called to me. At first it was just a whisper, and then it grew louder and more urgent, until I could not ignore the voice anymore. So upon graduating from college, I moved to Jerusalem. I met David. And I began five years at the Hebrew Union College. Five years of study, of exploration, of reflection, leading up to the moment, last month, May 8th, when I ascended the bima of yet another Temple Emmanuel, this one in New York, stood before the ark and watched as Rabbi David Ellenson placed his hands on my head and called me Rabbi. In this week's Torah portion, Hukat, everything is about transitions. After 40 years of wandering in the desert, the Israelites are on the cusp of entering the Promised Land. And as they do, they transition with new leadership. They lose Miriam, they lose Aaron, and they learn that they will soon lose Moses, their ultimate leader. And like with so many transitions, tonight is about the end of one journey, in this case, the journey of becoming a rabbi, and the beginning of another journey, the journey of being a rabbi. I am so incredibly honored to be here tonight and to be joining this incredible community with its own rich history and long story. With an incredible staff and clergy and lay leadership and an exciting and promising vision for the future. I am so eager to meet each and every congregant 
in a meaningful way, though realistic at the same time. And I hope that you will help me in the beginning by coming up and introducing yourself at the ONAG or calling me, emailing me. I really want to hear your own stories at the same time. On this Shabbat, on Shabbat Chukat, my prayer is that I will continue to gain insight and strength from my spiritual journey, but that my rabbinate will be more than just sharing my story from the bima. That my rabbinate will be about listening to your stories and whether in sharing life cycle moments and teaching and learning in performing acts of tikkun olam, acts of healing the world, or just having coffee together, a rabbinate about helping to create new stories together. Shabbat Shalom.